Welcome to Zach to the Future. I'm your co-host, Dashiell Driscoll, joined today by Mr. A12 himself, Mark Paul Gosler. Hello, Mark Paul. I would not have known what A12... Hello, Dashiell, by the way. But I would would never have known what that meant, A12, had I not watched the episode a few hours ago, and I know exactly what you mean by A12. It's sacred, Dashiell. How dare you? How dare I invoke the power of A12? I, I'm not sure I would have... Like, if I was on, say, by the Bell Jeopardy or something, and they were like... What was Zach and Kelly's song on the jukebox? I don't think I could have pulled that out. I mean, like I, I would have known it's a letter and number. I would have said, "Would you accept letter followed by number?" But it's a twelve. But now you would answer that question and you would get it right. Correct. What yeah. is a twelve? A million dollars. <laughs> oh, I didn't answer in the form of a That's question. Right. I lost everything. I look like a fool on TV. Uh, but speaking of looking like a fool, in case you're a fool out there in podcast land, you didn't do the homework. How about a little summary, Mark Paul? Do a Kick this up. I would love nothing more, and I'm sure our audience would feels the same way. <laughs> Take it away, Dashiell. Do your thing. I'm taking it away. I'm doing it. Uh, Lisa Sweet 16 is coming up. Zach is not handling his breakup with Kelly very well, despite saying he's fine. Screech and Slater take Zach to the movies to cheer him up, but it backfires when they bump into Kelly on a date with Jeff. The gang appears to be on Zach's side and even sets him up with several dates until Zach rubs one of those dates in Kelly's face at the max In a juvenile attempt at some kind of romantic vengeance, Zach doesn't want to go to Lisa's party if Jeff will be there and unsuccessfully asks Lisa to uninvite him, but Screech encourages Zach to still attend. Zach goes, makes up with Kelly, and seems to actually be over their breakup. The end. Yeah, I see. I, I see no reason to go through the episode anymore. Let's just stop it right there. I mean, that that's that, that's about it. That that that's what you get. That's about it. That's what you get in this episode. That is what yeah. you get. There's not a ton. No. I mean, the biggest thing the biggest thing you might get is a is is a hey, weren't they just at the beach? Well, that, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that we might were. be the biggest yeah. biggest impression you you feel watching this episode is like, weren't we just there? We were at the and beach. And are we going back it, next? That's week? a whole nother universe. <laughs> but going back to the last dance, um, yes. which you know that that is the episode that precedes this one. Uh, yes. In terms of even when we filmed it, we filmed because uh, I have the schedule now. It's so exciting. Um, we filmed the last You're a time dance. Lord. Yeah, we filmed the last dance, December tenth through December fourteenth, and the aftermath, which is the show we are reviewing right now, was filmed right before our holiday uh, hiatus, uh, December seventeenth through the twenty first. And uh, I always remember. Yeah, you work until the twenty first. Yeah, they had that's us. that seems cut, that's cutting it close. <laughs> well, we twenty we, first, and then we weren't back until January seventh uh, for the Wicked okay. Step Brother Part One. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Is Ooh, it? We're in for such so many treats. All yeah, right, all right, I'll, I'll take your word. Um, I remember, you know, we would do three and then take a hiatus, do four and take a hiatus. We, you would be done with. I mean, you you really look forward to a hiatus by the fourth episode you were just, you were kind of toast. You were done. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously looking forward to a holiday, uh, two week vacation. Um, you know, that was, that was always, that was always fun, uh, to use your word. Fun. Um, yeah, yeah it's my word. I invented it. But man, this, uh, this episode for, for me watching it, I was like, ugh, I didn't enjoy myself really watching it. I didn't yeah. enjoy watching myself acting in it um i felt like mm-hmm. i didn't like the fact that you know the gang and uh, we, we were we were sort of at odds at times um yeah i didn't like seeing kelly on one side and me on the other i don't know i just felt like there was a, 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 a like something was off and uh, it's a weird energy yeah yeah in some ways it's it's very true of high school or even just like it's like these things can happen like i mean even in adults like breakups can shatter groups of friends well, or I've seen well, friends like <laughs> pick a side in a breakup the, you know it like, happened, that happens regularly it happened yeah. in real life IRL uh if if ah. you know if you're texting um right. but it, <laughs> it happened in real life with us i mean there were times where yeah. you know i might have gone through a breakup with elizabeth or gone through a breakup with tiffany and, and one of them wasn't like if if you were on team tiffany you were not talking right. to me and and vice versa uh, and on more than one occasion, we would have the producers sit us down and say, guys, remember, we have a job to do. 
and and uh, yeah, and and we're talking about that job right now, Saved by the Bell. Um, we were teenagers. That's interesting. You guys, do you think the writers? I always now I'm like always wondering. Like, do you think they? threw this in there because they were like witnessing some of that. Because I would imagine the gossip would get around, you know, like oh, if, if, was, if, if someone was sitting down and talking to you, like then everyone knew about it. No, so everyone like, knew about it. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. you know, you know who we could, we could uh, interview, which we've been saying for two seasons now is Franco, Franco. Barrio. Yeah. Franco. Franco, Franco would know these things, but I, I, I remember the, the, the talk we had with uh, Peter Engel and it was exactly that guys. I don't care what's going on behind uh, you know, behind the screen, on screen, yeah. we have a job to do um, because it really was affecting us. I mean, it, 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 you can imagine like you just broke up with somebody and you have to act like you like them. They're your girlfriend on on the show, but you just broke up with them in real life. That It's even hard to go like <laughs> to, to break up with someone. And then you're like, you, you, they're still in your group of friends. Like, like that's, that's a headache too, regardless of like you have a job to do with them or yeah, you have to pretend you're still in love. I mean, that would, well, I would imagine that's stressful. It's very stressful. And I, I went through one of the biggest breakups uh, 11 years ago when I, when I went through a divorce. And, you know, you, you have friends that you build up through a marriage. And when you go through that divorce, you're like, wait, uh, you know, this friend. Uh, okay, you take that friend. Yeah. And I guess I'll take that friend. <laughs> Um, you're speaking, of course, about kids, right? You're using the oh, word friends. Man. <laughs> I, don't I wish? No, I would never do that. Uh, know, maybe, maybe for a week or two, you know, so I could go on a really sure. nice trip somewhere. But yeah. uh, you know, yeah, you don't want to ruin a trip with something like no. kids. I get it. No, uh, no, but I, I've seen it in my own life, not quite to divorce levels, but like I have friends who have gone through breakups, and it's like, oh well, shoot, I guess I lost that friendship with the person you were dating. Like you. It's kind of this weird thing, but you just have to kind of let it go. And maybe some friendships are worth fighting for, but it, it's definitely a shitty part of breakup. But are you friends with any of the people you dated in the past? Uh, friendly, but not like fr- friendly, but certainly not like um, they're not like at you know the birthday parties kind of thing. Good, yeah. I, not that I'm having that many birthday parties these days. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time I had a birthday party. But like, you know, for, like I think there's different levels of breakups, right? There's like some where it's like, whoa, we are never talking. There's like the scorched earth approach. Um, and then there's some people who can like balance it and be super close friends. I don't understand those people. I, that that feels alien to me. Yeah. Um, but, you know. I'm, I'm with you. The, la- folks, the, right? the, the latter just is is completely foreign to me. Feels um, foreign to me, but I say some people can do it. And I've also heard uh, Sarah Silverman, uh, a spouse that like all those breakups have brought her to where she is now. So they're like a part of her journey and story. And like that feels very healthy and advanced to me. I'm not there. <laughs> I can't look at every uh, error I've ever made and be like, ah, yes, these were stepping stones to my character. It's it's hard to do. That. I don't know. I, I I follow the approach. Whatever works for you, right? If 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 you're Sarah Silverman right. and and it's it's healthy for you to to remain friends with you know uh, your your previous breakups, so be it. Yeah. But if if yeah. you're like me. Uh, sure. <laughs> I gotta pick. I gotta pick Sarah Silverman or Mark Paul. No, but I'm why, just saying. If you're like me, I'm only, not like the only two choices. I'm not like Sarah at all, and yeah. uh, it's, sure. it seems to Most, work I don't think, for me. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, yeah. I I don't need to be friends with with. I don't need friends. How about that? I'll just. Put I don't that, need to be friends with everyone. I'll, I'll put that blank. I don't need to be friends with everyone. Yeah, not everyone needs to like me. I don't need to be friends with go. everyone. That's healthy too. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of all this health that we're in, let's just dive on in. Let's uh, let's do a healthy dive. Into Act One, uh, in the halls of Bayside. Boy, these transitions just smoother and smoother every week. Uh, I do love that everyone is just approaching Zach. Like, ooh, the news! Everyone heard it. <laughs> Zach is Zach is king of Bummerville. Um, let's talk about Zach's wardrobe real quick. Remember, we we had this conversation a few episodes ago. We were we were talking about Zach being a preppy. Um, yes, boy, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember approving the fact that I would wear khakis with topsiders. Like that is mm. that is the epitome. Like if you look up the definition in the dictionary, if there were pictures in the dictionary, make my yes. life easier. But if there were pictures in oh, the dictionary, <laughs> that so books for kids. <laughs> that photo would come up. I mean, that is that is preppy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, the shirt almost gives it a little more of like a. A little more casual feel, but yeah, from the waist down. I mean, this guy is, uh, you know, president of the Young Republicans Club at Junior Harvard. Uh, yeah, this is like 
this is preppy. He's certainly in, in stark stark opposition to screeches like tie-dye pants and Chuck Taylors. And Lisa, uh, speaking of fashion, looking great per usual, she's got a Sweet 16 episode coming up. Now, Mark Paul, I'm a stickler for, uh, you know, everything, but these are two birthday episodes back-to-back. Did that, did that bump you at all? <laughs> <laughs> that that of all the orders no. of these episodes, no, like, because no, no, because we Kids talked about that. We're, we're, you know, if, if you haven't followed our podcast, we are talking about the beach episodes as well as the the, the Bayside um, at school episodes. And just to give you a quick uh, um, recap of that, the beach episodes, along with like the Palm Springs episodes. Uh, the the haunted house episode, which I have no idea what I'm what I'm talking about when I when I when those oh, words come out wait. of my mouth. But you're in for a treat. Those are called adventure shows, or that's what NBC dubbed them, uh, along with uh, Peter Ingle Productions. And the adventure shows uh, aired alongside the normal um, Bayside High shows. So the the Bayside High show would come on at the first half hour, and the adventure show would come on directly after. Uh, so it wasn't, you know, it, it doesn't bump me because the, 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 the last Bayside episode we talked about was the last dance. And so this is, this so is, you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right, okay. because Look, you, you I'm, can't I'm compare stickler. that though. I know you can't, you're, you're trying yeah, to, I, you're trying to make sense of this, but you got to understand the beach episodes take place, no matter how you look at it, they take place during the summer. During the summer. With no know, school. Yeah, We're on yeah. summer vacation. I, so that so makes these sense. Are, I know. I, I guess like. You know, you know how it probably happened in my brain, which I feel like couldn't be that far from the truth. They like mapped it all out and they were like, okay, now we're going to put the beach episodes in with the Bayside episodes. Everything was going to schedule. And then someone who looked like me raised their hand at the last second and said, is it a problem that there are two birthday episodes in a row as we air them? And everyone else was like, just shut up. <laughs> no, it's not a problem. <laughs> Relax. No one's going to care or notice. Uh, and no one did. I'm the only one who says, hey, that's a little odd, but you know. Who cares? And you were fired. Just me. I would be fired. Yeah, I, I would show up the next day. My parking spot has been replaced by a hole in the ground. Yeah. And everything I had at my desk is on fire. Um, well, Zach is uh, appearing to be handling the breakup well, but he's not. Now, Mark Paul, I know you're often critical of your acting, but I was wondering how you felt about, like, here you are acting as a bad actor. Like, it's very obvious Zach is still in pain. <laughs> as ever, I'm laughing because it's, like, insane that his his lockers wallpapered but like what's your critique on your intentionally stiff bad acting if any um i i noticed i did like like this weird hand acting thing there's a lot of like weird hand motions that i'm doing in this episode that i didn't do in the previous episode um yeah so I'm not I'm like trying to figure out like did I did I have a pinched nerve or something? What you know was 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 John King from CNN around at that time because he does like these kind of weird hand movements too when he's pointing at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, that's good. Yeah, that's it, totally. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> You're channeling John King <laughs> back then. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who was that? Uh, you know, John McCain had a really good reason for for having yes, uh, right. uh, uh, awkward like hand movements. His, his shoulders right. didn't. He couldn't move his arms past his shoulders. I, I don't know. This, this was, you know, you got to understand. Remember, I did Circus of the Stars uh, and, right. and fractured. Best, best life decision there could have been, yeah. <laughs> fractured my sternum, <laughs> tore up my neck. I mean, I, 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 I was. It's a miracle. It really is a miracle. I, I look at my posture. I look at, you know, like how, uh, where I am in, in, in my physical journey, um, you know, because I would get a lot bigger uh, for, yeah. for, for um, the college years. Uh, even by the end of this series, you're, you're much, you were much bigger by the end of the final season. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I owe that all to Mario. Mario yeah. inspired me. Um, if he's doing pushups, I was doing pushups and, and, uh, <laughs> and you're doing pushups, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my, my movements were just very stiff. Like I, I, and we'll get to it in the, in the, in my bedroom when I'm talking with the kids, you know, my, 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 I do this thing with my hand and my head and it really bothered me. Like my acting in this, I, 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 I didn't appreciate it at the end of last dance and it kind of falls into this. I can probably say that again, this is the end of a four episode run. We may have been tired and we're looking forward to a hiatus. Um, Going back to the show, I open up this locker. Whose locker is this? This is supposed to be mine. There's pictures of mm-hmm. Kelly. There's a lot of pink things in there, and I'll go 
we'll kind of get into it as the the episode rolls because Zach, uh, you know, does some spring cleaning. Um, there's more locker magic coming. There's up. some yeah, more like, locker magic, like a, but there, there's but, like clown car stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but one of the things right when he opened, I was like, "Whose locker is that?" It's it's it it, it, it doesn't look like mine. I mean, there's 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 just pictures of Kelly and pink things in there. But I mean, he wanted to make it feel it's channeling Kelly. I guess he opens okay. it, thinks of Kelly. I guess. Okay. Uh, well, that brings us to the class, Miss um, Simpson's class, to be specific. Uh, this will be Pamela Kasha's final appearance as Miss Simpson on Saved by the Bell. Don't worry, she'll be back in 93 to reprise the role in a single episode of the new class. Um, and she's been on poetry every episode she's been in. I never appreciated that Miss Simpson is just trying to cram Shakespeare in these kids' heads. God bless her heart. So Lisa, uh, Sweet 16 birthday party, hands um, Kelly an invitation and this, I mean, really, Kelly, her, her, you know, her, her, her attitude well, bothered you. Yeah, this will be a good chance to meet Jeff. I mean, this is like, no, it's. What do you do though? What do you what mean? Do you what do you do, do? Though, Mark? What Paul? do you mean? What do you do? You're in a brand new relationship. I mean, you're in a brand new relationship, and you're like, I mean, I have bigger issues, as I will point out. No, later, I know. Jeff so do I. Like I know. Full, yeah, he's he, he's fully at a high school party. Yes. But like, what do you? If you're Kelly. You're slow not, down, like, Kelly. How about that? You slow do, down. Just take it easy yeah. here. N- read the room, first of all. <laughs> take it easy. Okay? <laughs> take it easy. Be, be like, hey, Lisa, it's okay. Here's, here's a version. Lisa, I'd love to go, but I'm a little worried bringing Jeff might create an uncomfortable dynamic for everybody, so I think I'm going to sit this one out. Or, or do you mind if I, if I come, but I'm not going to stay very long. I'm going to bring you your gift. I will, you know, just hang out for a little yeah. bit. But then I don't know. I don't know. You know, know. just that, just that make an appearance. Like it feels like it's hiding. It feels like it's hiding the truth in a weird way. No, if you're upfront with it, why aren't? Why can't you be upfront with it and say, "Look, no, what know, you I said, just, it's going to make people uncomfortable yeah. if I bring them. Yeah, I really yeah. want to bring them. I want to introduce them. This is not the right time to do it. I you're get asking, it. Uh, yeah, but if she if she shows up to like make an appearance. Here's a, I don't know why we're playing out these scenarios. Zach shows up, sees <laughs> Kelly alone, like, aha, now time to make my move. It's like suddenly no. she's living this like double life or something. Uh, why no, would no, Zach no. think that? I mean, well, I, because, I, because we know, come on, we know this guy is operating and like he's, he's scheming and scamming and looking for an opening. And like that might, I don't know. I, I think I, I understand and respect Kelly's position, even though it's hard. But yeah, I do agree it like, if anything, it should be like, "Hey, I don't want to make your party about me." Well, so exactly. I'm not going to come. You know, that's kind. Of, that's kind of the like correct thing, I think. But it's hard to do. <sighs> I think her going and being like, "I'll make an appearance," is. I'm not. I'm not on that. I don't know. We're we're, we're going to litigate this whole thing left and right. Uh, speaking of couples and relationships, I love Slater and Jesse quietly talking shit, and then as soon as Lisa, as soon as Kelly comes over, they're like, "Oh, hello!" Right? <laughs> that is. Now that is very true. Very that is true. a real relationship. That's Those a real are, relationship. They are bonding quickly. My wife yeah. and I do that all the time. We talk shit about people. <laughs> you, you, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned you like to sit next to each other to, to more convenient. Like, yes. But that is so true to like when you <laughs> real intimacy is finding someone who is like ready to just talk all the same shit you are. And I love that. Um, we have an interesting shot here from Don um, as Zach is about to enter the class. You don't see that. You almost never see that angle. Um, I thought that was cool. Just noting it, that it's like a, I don't even know how you describe it, but like straight down into the classroom with Zach in the front. Uh, just don't see it often. You know, we have a, we have a freeze frame of that shot on, on, on our screens and um, just the color palette of that, like my short, my, my short, my shirt, short. my shirt yeah, uh, and my hair matching my khaki pants and my, this, my skin tone. I, I don't like it. I think somebody at that yeah. point during like the rehearsals, during the dress rehearsal, should have told Elizabeth Bass, we're, we're doing this angle against this red door. Let, let's put him in something else. Maybe some blue. Oh my God. Yeah. You know? I mean, because look at that palette. I, I, don't I don't like it. Look terrible. The, 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 the blood red with the khaki looks good. And I'll I could, say that. And I could tell I'm wearing a lot of makeup, which means that I may have had a zit under all that makeup. Uh, so this probably was a bad <laughs> week for me. Um, I always had bad weeks oh if I had God. zits. I didn't want to be around anybody. I didn't yeah. want to be seen. Yeah. I was like the elephant man. You know, oh. Just oh. wanted to reliving all this, uh, 
all this trauma. Are you okay, Mark Paul? <laughs> I should, I should, I don't, and don't act. I'll know if you're acting. No, if you say no, you're no. Not. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. No, uh, you know, it's funny. I mean, I, I'm okay. I, I, I remember I had, you know, we've, we've talked about skin stuff. We, we, one of our sponsors is, is, was, was a, you know, a, a, an acne prescription that you could call. Yeah. Um, I remember being like when my face like started clearing up where I wouldn't have issues uh, was like 2009. It took all the way until 2009. I think I was 35 or 36 at that point for my face to like finally go, you know what? We're going to give you a break here. Um, You know, you can, you can have, uh, you can, you can, you can have your life back. Um, it won't stop. I'll, I'll stop holding you hostage. No, yeah, exactly. Like, is this going to be a good day? Okay, you know, I can I can go out and face the world. But I do remember that. I remember being. I was on, I was on raising the bar at the time, and and um, I, I I had like these little bumps on my forehead, and I thought, well, shoot, maybe it's from my cycling helmet. You know, I was big in cycling then. Maybe it was the beer I was drinking. You know, like yeast and stuff sure. like that. But yeah, it was it it, it consumed me, especially being on camera. Uh, but I do, I do notice, like in this episode, my my I'm I'm heavily makeuped up, heavily makeuped up, particularly made up. I don't I don't know how we want to say. Yeah, it. you're I, you're, you're, you're I, sporting I nailed a lot it. of makeup. I nailed I get it. it. I got yeah. it. I got my point across. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that 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 was uh, that was my thing. So I know that this week was probably not a good week to be around me. So it's good that we yeah, we and also like had a two week hiatus after. <laughs> I bet. I mean, anyone who has worked any job knows as the holidays close in, everyone's looking at the clock. Everyone's like, "Can we please wrap this shit up?" And yeah, Zach is doing the. Uh, this is a thing. Like, hey, what's up? Like, trying to just play it cool. He's clearly wounded. It's. It's sad. You feel for Zach. Well, at first, yeah. I mean, it's just awkward. Or do you feel for him the whole time? I don't know. It's just awkward. <laughs> you feel for him at first. What are you gonna yeah. do? It is awkward. It, well, there's this attitude of like, she's out of my life. It's like, is she? Because you guys sit next to each other, and you're you, you. The only place you ever eat is the restaurant where she now works. <laughs> like, she's not out of your life. You're you're you know you were forced to be next to each other by proximity. And there's Miss Simpson looking looking great for this final show. Um, oh, Miss Spano, don't be such a ham. What a line from Pamela Kosh. And uh, this is, it's its interesting now that Zach and Kelly have been up in front of this class reading Shakespeare, reading poetry before, but now it's sad. Uh, a lot of, I mean, I'm, I did not give the writers enough credit for like carrying the Miss Simpson poetry class storyline through multiple seasons to land us in a Zach Kelly breakup. So that's some that's some good stuff, I will say it. And Screech does the heavy lifting here of making the scene not so sad. Because it is, until Screech cracks a joke. Um, that brings us to the movie theater, Mark Paul, or the the seats for the audience. Yeah, the, exactly. Um, which is so odd. I, I, I don't quite understand what's happening here at the very top of this uh, uh, scene. With the boys, hmm. like Screech is. You don't get it. Well, I, I don't understand why it needs to be there. Uh, Screech is reminiscing a scheme that Zach did, where he basically gaslighted Belding into thinking that you know something was wrong with his with his office. Uh, an earthquake. An earthquake. Dangerous game to play. Right. He he rigged everything <laughs> so that it would rattle and shake, and and Belding thought yeah. you know that there was an earthquake. Very funny, but I don't understand why, like, you know, Slater's character has to be the the man out here. Like, I I I, just, I don't understand it. It 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 doesn't lead us anywhere. It's just I, I I interpreted it as it's just a way to cheer Zach up and inflate his ego. It's a way for his friends to be like oh. Screech to be like he did this cool thing, and Slater's like, wow, you are really cool. Oh. It's a way to like take his. Mind I didn't out feel it was genuine though. How about that? I didn't feel it was genuine. Oh, so you Slater. you saw you saw right through it. I saw right through it. <laughs> you didn't believe you didn't believe Slater would really care about no. you, these old hijinks. No, yeah, I mean you're correct. He pro- he was probably faking it. Yeah. What's wrong with that though? They share a little quiet high five when uh you know like they like I think this is I have here in my notes that these are they're being good friends. So like they you know that's what you want in a breakup is the people close to you to like pull you out of it. Um you know help you realize life ain't so bad. 
That's what friends are for, I guess. And then... Dun, dun, dun. By the way, no previews. We're just right into the movie. <laughs> and it seems to start uh, in the middle of an action scene. And, and there's three jackets in front of us for the seats to, ah. to hold the, the seats. Oh, you know why man. they did that, though, right? Yeah, so no one would sit in front of you. Correct, guys. but that's not our. But th- they did th- it. Those aren't our, our jackets. No, I think those are. But like, they did it. That is so funny. Mm. That's just a production thing, right? It's because okay, guys, why is no why is no one sitting in front of them? Because uh, it'll look weird. Okay, well, but wouldn't well, I'll just put jackets down, and then it's like <laughs> three people all had diarrhea and left everything they own on the seats. <laughs> like, okay, right. this makes more sense. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand what's what's going on. I did not notice the jackets, but now I understand the story. Um, and here comes Jeff and Kelly. Speaking of story, Jeff wearing a UCLA shirt, in case you forgot this man is fully in college. I like that Jeff bought the big popcorn while Zach and his friends all have the teeny tiny popcorns. Jeff's a working man. He's got some cash to burn. Uh, they, uh, they really look like they're related, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going gonna, gonna to throw shade at them 30 years later. Sure. I mean, come on, Kelly. Yep. You're, you're, you're dating some you know guy who like looks that? like you. Yeah, I do. I, I do know couples like yeah. that. It's a little, it's a little freaky. It is offset. I, I knew one couple that was that was so it was so jarring how much they looked alike that someone tried to write and sell a. They were both actors. Someone tried to write and sell a show where they were siblings. <laughs> they were like, "You guys have such a distinct look. I really think you should be siblings on TV." And they were like, "It didn't. Thank God it didn't sell because that would be such a horrible thing to be famous for." And then you're like kissing in public. But that's a thing, someone, though. Some some people throws up or something. some people like to date, you know, someone who. Lo- I'm saying you know a lot in this show. I'm going to try to stop. Um, well, you you know, I appreciate it because I it makes me think that you think I'm so smart because <laughs> I know so much. Um, but I do know what you're talking about. I think our brains want us to like you. You know, it's it's a nor- Yeah, oh, now you got to God damn, damn it. it. Once you get something uh, your head's done, you're done. <laughs> it's yeah. it's we're it's looking at a tree and hoping you won't hit it. You're going to hit gonna the tree. You're going to hit the tree. Um it's it's the thing of you want some you you have a high sense of yourself. So when you see someone out in the world and you identify versions of yourself in your face, you're like that person's attractive. No. <laughs> Cuz I well, that's that, what it that, is. That, that's that's, it's well, like a, that's it's a like narcissist a brain though. Thing. No. Uh I think it's just a brain. Th- I think we are as human beings Hardwired to a certain level, I think. I think that's like a brain thing. I don't but maybe know. I, should I don't know. Dig a little deeper. I mean, I, I my wife and I look nothing alike, and I I look at her every day, and I I think she's the most attractive person I've ever seen. Uh, her features. I mean, there's there's not a feature on her that that is similar to mine. And I. <laughs> so do you look at yourself every day, and you're like, "The beast has risen." <laughs> uh, not far off of that. No, I don't say you know. I, I, I don't say that, yeah. but it's it's right. it's some form of that. Um, a version, okay. It's a well, version, but no, that's healthy too. That's healthy. I, I, too. I don't think I've ever dated anyone that that uh, looked similar to me. No, I really don't. I guess I haven't either. Maybe maybe we hate our maybe we hate ourselves. That's okay. Maybe that's the secret to a, to a long, happy, healthy life. Uh, who knows? Not me. The Screech Slater stuff in this scene. Yeah. Love. It's like a Three Stooges movie or something. <laughs> like the energy of it is just like this like slapsticky like. But Dustin's neck. I mean, he looks like, like Inspector Gadget. When he, yeah, when he he's moves, rubber man. He's, he, he's all the yeah, way over. He's yeah. all the way over and he just goes Psst, in Slater's ear. And Mario's look on his face. And then when he <laughs> throws the popcorn <laughs> at the side of his head, I mean, I almost feel like that's a genuine uh, reaction from Mario as as yeah. Slater. He looks like we have it. We have it paused on on a freeze frame. It does look like Mario's like, "Can you please let me just watch this movie?" Um, also, let's give it up for Ollie's wardrobe there in the front of you guys in a pink shirt and bow tie and vest. That's that's good. If you don't like what Zach's wearing, gotta love Ollie the nerd. I also I loved here. Speaking of Screech. Ow, my pancreas. What a funny thing to exclaim. Great joke. 10 out of 10. We get the alarming news here, Mark Paul, that Zach would apparently know Kelly's screams of horror anywhere. (laughs) Kelly cries out in horror, and Zach instantly knows, oh, that's Kelly. Well, before that, everyone reacts to to Screech talking and says, shush, which uh, is is one of the reasons I don't go to... 
I mean, there's a couple of reasons now why we're not going to theaters. Sure. Probably, probably one or two reasons. Right but even now before then, I hated going to theaters because of people talking or their phones lit up and having uh, feeling like you couldn't say anything, right? Because yeah. you, you're in a closed space and you start, you know, mouthing suddenly, off to somebody. Suddenly, something and, oh, is, just, yeah, it becomes a I whole know, thing. You're in a confrontation. Um, you know, one of the one of the last movies I saw in a theater pre-pandemic. I was. It wasn't my fault, but I was almost like the group I was with almost got in a fight with the with the people ahead of us because someone in our group was laughing too much, mm. and the guy ahead of us was like, "It's not that funny." Oh wow! <laughs> it was the movie was Bad Boys Three. It was weeks after it had come out. This the people ahead of us, if they were real Bad Boys enthusiasts, they could have easily seen it opening night. But they were like three weeks out seeing it on a Friday night, and someone in our group. She had some edibles. I was going to ask that. That's a free country. I was going to ask that. She was, yep. she was high. Yeah, she was high on drugs. And you know what? That's fine. And she was laughing really hard at everything Martin Lawrence said. Martin Lawrence couldn't miss a shot with her that night. And the guy was just like, it's not that funny. And that, of course, Mark Paul, only made her laugh harder. <laughs> like she, she doubled down her behavior. And then at the end, the guy stood up and was like, ready to go. And wow. we all looked at him like, dude, no one's, no, one's here to, no one's here to fight you. And he was with a date who looked mortified. Wow. Just like she was in hell. She was in absolute hell. Uh, it was a great time. And when, when movies closed down, I held on to that memory for a year. I was like, I can't believe the last thing I saw in a theater was Bad Boys 3 and someone almost got in a fight. <laughs> well, I, I did edibles one time um, before a uh, movie premiere of mine. And, oh, what a good experience yeah. to be in front of cameras and talk I th- to press. I, I yeah. thought it was going to be amazing because I had Smart. experimented with with uh, this edible uh, previously, well, prior to doing the, the premiere, and I thought I had it down. Like, I'll take a half, <laughs> and I know my you know how my body's going to react to this. Uh, and so I did that, and I remember being in the press line talking about my movie that I'm oh in. God. And I s- start feeling my face melting and uh, get into the theater where it's nice and dark uh, and was sitting with my <laughs> wife and, and she knew that I had, I had taken edible. She, she hadn't. Yeah. Um, and I'm sitting there at the end of the aisle and it's a film that I did where um, I had a, a, a small part, but uh, De Niro was in it. And uh, anytime that De Niro came on screen, I thought he was amazing. And I thought he was so funny too. And I would just wow. giggle and laugh. <laughs> was it a comedy? No. Was he being funny or what? No. no of course not. He was not. No. He was being no, he was Robert not. De Niro on right. screen. But I yeah. thought, damn, his You're choices are away. so fucking funny. And I was just giggling away. <laughs> Way, um, and then I became conscious of the fact that I was giggling, and You're I was like, like oh, "Oh my god, I don't want oh god. Robert De Niro thinking oh. that I'm laughing at him because I'm not. I think just think he's amazing." And then you know the 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 credits roll and the lights come on, <laughs> and I'm fucking floored. I'm I'm like I'm melted. I'm candle wax. Yeah, uh, in my yeah. seat. You're like, can we watch it again? And no, I, I wanted to, to get the. I wanted to get out of there. <laughs> And uh, so we, the lights turn on. I'm at the end of the aisle, so I'm the closest to the stairs. And people are walking down the stairs. Now I'm, I'm having a hard time navigating and finding my footing. Oh God! And people are like, "Go ahead!" And I'm like, "No, no, no, you go." No, no, and no, I, no, 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 no. My wife, I feel her pushing my backside, going. She's honey, like, "Honey, go, go, please, please you gotta go." go. And we just we, we finally make it down the steps, and I go into the, the you know the, the 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 room where the party is, and we're talking with people, and all these financiers or financiers, uh, fin- donors, financiers. financiers, donors of the Sears, yeah, financiers. <laughs> They'd like to see some of that financiers. money come back. Yeah. Um, I see it, yeah. Uh, are are in this room and they're like, "Oh, you were, you were great in this film and 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 all this stuff. You should come out to you know here and there." And I remember telling my wife, "Is this guy's head as big as I think it is?" Because I was talking to him and I couldn't I couldn't speak because his fucking head was huge. Oh and I God. I remember I turned to my wife and I go. You have got to help me here, because I I I can't function. She goes, "What did you do?" And I go, "Baby, I took 
what I've taken at a party, you know, last I week, I took a responsible amount, whatever it did, it, re- it responded n- not <laughs> in the way that I thought it was going to respond. And it was, it was terrible. And I hate being in that position. Um, yeah. You know, it's like the, you learned a lesson. That I way. learned a lesson. And, <laughs> you learned, uh, you learned, a, you learned a lesson. <sighs> just, just be careful with edibles. You just never know how it's going to take. Like I, I don't know. I just That's, yeah. be careful. The way, there, the way it kicked, the way it kicked in. Mm, no bueno. Yeah, you're lucky Robert De Niro didn't stand up and be like, "I'm not that funny." Like, you want to go? <laughs> you want to go? You want to go, Bobby? Let's go. <laughs> oh God, that would have killed. You would have. You would have been on the floor in laughing in hysterics had Robert De Niro challenged you to a fight. I'm sure. Um, I was like that. Ollie and Huber, by the way, are watching the movie together. Nerds got to stick together. That's cute. That brings us into Act 2. We are in the Bayside hallway for a little of uh, Team Zach versus Team Kelly. Lisa wants MC Hammer for her birthday. Seemed far-fetched in 91, but hey, this was like years before the MTV Super Sweet 16 trend. Like, that's that's some real crap that happened of like, let me just get the most famous person in the world to play my birthday. It still happens. It still happens, yeah. I, I, that, that, that wouldn't be unheard of nowadays. No. I mean, I looked up MC Hammer on Cameo. I was like, can Lisa just, could she have dropped like a hundred bucks and got him to say, you can't touch this? But uh, no, he's not on Cameo. Have you, Mark Paul, been to any of these like cool rich person parties where like suddenly there's like a musical performance by like someone mega? Has that ever happened in your, Mm. in all your Hollywood days? No, I I don't, I don't go to a lot of parties. Um, Hmm, Okay. Probably, yeah, probably like, hey, this guy will take edibles. He'll laugh his ass off. Just keep him away from the door. (laughs) No, I'm always, I'm always surprised when you go to like a, um, a charity, you know, and then, yeah. uh, oh, we're just going to have John Legend come out and play or, or you know, Chris Martin is yeah. going to come out and tickle the keys for a little bit. And you're like, holy, my God. Um, so I've seen some really cool things like that. Um, but those yeah. are, th- those are for charities. Uh, that makes sense though. Yeah. It's like, if you're John Legend or, uh, I know, I know Dave Grohl certainly does a fine amount of charitable work. I think he just, the Foo Fighters just played a show for like all the first responders. Um, well, but yeah, there's like, well, I, yeah. I know what school you went to and no, I know. I, I know, but I've, I've heard like, there's like a few cool music dads yeah. around LA. John Leonard is one of them. Yeah. Dave Grohl is one of yeah. them. They're like, they, they do the charity shows. It's like a phenomenon. No, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. But, D- but Dave, um, I, I do know Dave, uh, and, and, um, our, our, our daughters went to the same school, their friends, um, it is pretty amazing uh, it, at some of these school functions that we've been to uh, in the past. We've had like you know, no doubt and and Foo Fighters and Kiss. And, <laughs> it's insane. And it's, it's nuts. It's insane for for it's, it's for really these ap- yeah, for but, fundraisers. Um, yeah, to raise funds. To raise yeah. funds. Um, yeah, that's where that's where I've seen some pretty incredible um, you know mu- musical guests play. And, and and just sh- just shake you just shake your head. You, you, it, it's 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 unreal to 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 be in that private sort of intimate sort of room, and you've got Dave Grohl, one of the best rockers ever, playing a show for for you. I like the phenomenon that happens, which I've not been to quite one of those, but like I've certainly been to like a couple premiere parties or like Comic Con events where they'll they'll drop cash on like a crazy talent name. And the room is full of people who like just don't give a shit, <laughs> and it blows my mind. It blows my mind that they don't like pack it with fans. At least a couple. It's like I would be so annoyed playing the the premiere of a movie I scored or something, and just like everyone on their phones or waiting in line for tiny burgers. Uh, what are we talking about, folks? Uh, free parties, Comic Con charity. Oh, right, Saved by the Bell. Um, so Mark Paul, we've kind of dabbled here a little bit, but as it lays now, as we enter the second act. Are you Team Kelly or Team Zach? Uh, I'm I'm Team Zach. Team Zach. Okay. Yeah, I should have probably guessed that. Do you think Kelly did anything wrong though by going to a date at the movies with Jeff? Um, I'm. No. It's a leading question. I don't. No. I don't I think do, she did. I, anything I don't. Wrong. I'm. I'm still. I'm still pissed off by how you know she called me Jeff. Um. In, in oh, the, at the last dance? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, yeah. okay, so you're still hurting a little bit from that. Yeah, I'm still hurting from that. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, how long has it been? Has it been a few days? Uh, I would imagine the prom or whatever I that mean, dance was was a Friday night, right? And I so, think it's, I think it's been a weekend. I think I think your pastor. Yeah, because it seems like the news broke on Monday, right? And now they're living in the new world. It's too of, soon. We're no longer together. Like Kelly, it is. It is pretty it's soon. Too but you gotta, soon. You gotta. You gotta. You can't leave room for ambiguity. It's like when someone is, it's, it's <laughs> a relationship is like a person. And when they're dead, you need to accept that they're dead. <laughs> like you can't be like, well, maybe grandma's coming back. It's like, no, you, so I get it. This is the new normal, but yeah, it is, it is moving very fast. And yeah, this relationship is tearing up the gang. Because of course, Jesse and Lisa want to butt in with their advice, which, you know, I, I really don't think Kelly did anything wrong, but yes, it's moving fast. Uh, and this brings us into Zach's room. Where we learn yet again uh, that if you're in Zach's room and you're trying to distract yourself, every distraction will magically bring you back to what you are trying to run away from. Uh, which is kind of cartoony and comic booky. It's like TV and radio, but like that's kind of true, right? When you're, you know, when you're trying to get your mind off something, like every song on the radio is about it. That kind of thing. Yeah, I remember going through breakups and and not even turning on the radio. Yeah because everything just reminds you of that person, not, not, not wanting to turn on the television. Um, yeah, breakups are tough, man. I went through a breakup after college, and the car she drove was a gray Prius. Mark Paul, do you know how many gray Priuses there are in Los Angeles? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what it's like to go through a breakup and every single car on the, on the frickin' road is that car? Boy, oh boy. But yeah, uh, the gang is here to cheer Zach up. Again, Zach has good friends. Let's track that. Why they're such good, loyal friends, I don't know. I mean, you tell me, Mark Paul. Um, but uh, yeah, they're going to set him up on some dates. And we get a little bit of a Goldilocks structure to this sequence. One talks too much. One eats too much. And the third one, just right. I noticed in the first date, uh, right behind Zach's head, is one of the two twins. She's on a date. Thought that was cool. Not both twins. They have their own separate lives. You don't just regularly see one twin out on her own. And again, we have jackets taking up the seats in front of us so that no one can sit there. I will never not notice that. Is that a TV production thing in general? Like, I, why would you put someone right in front of your talent? I'm going to go back and watch like old Seinfeld when they see a movie. I'm very curious. <laughs> I don't know. I, smart. Yeah. It's smart. It, it, it answers the jacket does so much. But it doesn't what really. A smart thing. It doesn't really because here's the thing. Just <laughs> it doesn't really. No, it just, does a little. But just, yeah, it does a little. But why can't you just have empty seats in front of the person? What's What's weird is that we're sitting in exactly the same spot we were for the other seat. Oh, you think that that's that's the weird thing? Not that Zach is about to see the same movie four times. Yeah, I didn't think of that either. Does these these did these because these dates don't feel hypothetical? They feel like real. Feels like Zach is on a series of bad dates because I noticed the background artists in the theater change with you. Like I thought, it, like there's there's distinct sets of other people in the movie theater. Like in the first date, um, the people behind you are like visibly like, "Ugh, will she shut up?" But in the second one, the larger, hungry girl, no one is like casting a side eye. It's more Zach on his own disgusted journey. She's spilling popcorn all over herself. And there's jackets in front of us again. Different oh, yeah. jackets. There are. There are wow. I cannot I, I am I'm so <laughs> compelled by this jacket thing. It is it doesn't take much really now to, let, to lock my brain onto something. Let's see. I didn't know that it was Paul Rudd in the background. That's not Paul Rudd. It's just a, a handsome, smooth faced man. Which is basically Paul Rudd, I guess, when you say <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's Paul Rudd. Yeah, what am I, I just I, if I describe that to the police, they'd pull over Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> and we get do you notice this? We get Ollie in the background again. So Ali liked the movie so much, he's seeing it for a second time. <laughs> oh my God. And yeah, here's Zach's uh, just right date. There's something off with my date. Help me out here. Hmm. She's- I can, I can, well, she's wearing Miss Simpson's like print. <laughs> they both shop at the same outfit store. Okay. Outfit store? That's a thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's going on with my brain today? Um, I, I don't know. Was that a hairstyle from the 90s? I mean- it hmm. it just seems a you were, bit odd. You were, you were there for more of it than I was. I don't, I don't know. know. It just it, it, uh, it's just an odd. It's an odd look. Like I'm trying to like understand what they were going for here. 
Um, feels Barbie dollish to me. Mm. And but it, but it also speaks to this thing where it's like she is seemingly has no agency or like <laughs> sense of being a human, <laughs> which is kind of Zach's thing sometimes. He just wants this like shell of a good-looking lady. I don't know. She seems uh, God, the jackets are back. <laughs> and so is Scott Wolf, folks. Front row. Oh, is he in the front row? I like Zach being like, I know a perfect place, a great place for a burger. Um, and that's the, the max, of course. Where else would he be talking about? Uh, oh, I just I have in my notes. You gotta please. you gotta see right at the top <laughs> of this. There's a guy in the background behind yeah. Screech's head. I see him. He yeah. is. I don't, just watch what he does with his burger. Hmm. What was he doing? Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> he was biting it and chewing it. Okay. So if you're watching at home, or you're not watching at home, but you're listening in the car, I don't know. Basically, this man held a held a full burger up to his mouth, took a big old chomp and bite, and then chewed it without putting the bur- without pulling the burger away from his mouth. No one eats like that. Well, you eat That's like disgusting. that if you're really not eating. If you're in prison and you're like, no, I better you're acting before someone no, stabs no, me. No, you're yeah. acting because right. you don't want to eat that food. By the way, he's probably this is probably the night show that we're watching. That burger was made for the morning show without the audience. And so he has to act like he's eating. So that's what he's doing. Right. He's just, he's acting like he's also, eating. If he, yeah, but he's, if he, if he, if he bites it and pulls it down and there's no bite, that looks bad too. So it's like, he has to act like he's eating. Yeah. You wouldn't notice that there was no bite. Um, you know, cause you, yeah. you, 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 but I don't know why he did that. Like just, just, just act like you're chewing, man. It's not, it's, Oh, this is last day in Hollywood. Ruined, you know, you know, ruined my my viewing of this of this episode with with that. He put down that unbitten amateurish uh, acting in the, the background. Station. Yeah, go back to go back to burger chewing school, <laughs> dummy. Uh, Screech doing the nose thing. I used to do that sometimes. Why not put a put a spoon on your nose? It's fun. Ugh, look at these uh, two. They're they're brother and sister. Look at for them. Christ's sake. They look like evil. They look like Jeff in his red and black sweater. He looks like a like an evil man. I can't. Those are wait those are the colors of the devil. To talk to Patrick, I f- I'm excited. I I'm, I'm genuinely excited. His character. I hate <laughs> Jeff. I didn't hate Jeff. <laughs> I hate for Jeff. thirty years because I never watched these episodes, so I had never nothing to hate. Knew he existed. I never knew. Yeah. I mean, I I, I was in yeah. the show, and you know, we were acting. We were and there. I like Patrick. Jack, He's yeah. a cool dude. His yeah. character is a douche, and he plays it so well. Yeah, he does. Uh, how about this line? Ugh. You guys are acting like a bunch of yeah. high school kids. Yeah. Y- y- why do you think that's the case, Jeffrey? Fucking Perhaps Jeff. they are. Jeff. One of them is turning, si- one of them is not even 16. No. I, like you're I, going, unreal. You're going to a party with her. You're going to a party where there are some 15 year olds, buddy. That, How does that that's make just, you that, that, uh, that's just we can weird. Get into, we, can, we can get into it later. It is, it is, it is mega, mega weird. I will readily say that, that this like, I think he's a sophomore, is what he said at UCLA, is going to a party with a mix of 15 and 16 year olds. I like how Kelly comes to the table and she's handing out menus. Like we've never yeah. been there before. Like anyone, anyone needs, oh my God, do they need a menu to the max? That is actual lunacy. I, I don't know why I didn't clock that. And it's funny because before she even puts all the menus down, Slater's like, a cheeseburger. <laughs> like, the, yeah, come the on, usual. Please. Yeah. Like the thing I always get, um, and here comes Zach with his. I think that Mark Paul. I think now that I'm really looking at the full outfit, I think they were going for. Although she doesn't really seem bimbo-ish. No, I think it was like a blonde bimbo aesthetic, not like personality, but just kind of this like, you know, mini skirt, matching top. But like it, just, it just feels kind of like. I mean, yeah. it, it it it's a it's a type. I know, but I, I don't feel like we know? pushed it enough. I I I feel like we could have. Well, yeah. Maybe it was uh, she needs to be. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, just casting wise. I don't want to. I don't want to put her down. I think she's terrific as a, as an actor, uh, from what I see. But I just feel like maybe she was miscast. I think that they may have needed like a. And we've had some bimbos. I'm I'm doing air quotes there. Sure. Um, in the yeah. past, and I'm sure their words, not ours. Yeah. We'll have more uh, coming up. Oh yeah, um, big time. But uh, yeah, I just feel like we could have gone. We could have pushed that a little bit further well maybe you know maybe next time i don't know what next time even means 
Jesus Christ. Uh, Zach just being a jerk. This is like where the tides turn. Um, and he's being a jerk too. Like this is Screech's blood relative. It's kind of kind of callous to involve her in his cruel, twisted games. Um, but Kelly handles it like a pro. I mean, she's she is at work. She's like, I will get you a table, Mr. Jerk. Or she does handle it well until A12, which is a song that is not, as far as I know, fans out there on Twitter, light me up if I am wrong. I usually am. It's not a song we've heard before, or at least with great significance, I don't think. I don't think it was like the song from Prom or the, maybe I'm wrong. But I don't think we've heard this song. Before. I heard that song before, and and I I would be a good. Uh, uh, oh okay. You know, so we have heard this song. Before. I, I, I have, you know, I. I so it was from it watching was the in shows, an, another I, yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, got it. Absolutely. Okay. Oh well, then then maybe it then whoops, I don't know where. Okay, well, fans, you don't. But it, then maybe it was their prom dance song, but I don't. For some reason, I it like didn't catch to me. Maybe I need to. I probably should have done the homework on the homework. But who dances in a diner? I'll get a conclusive answer. Who dances in a diner? No one. No one. No one. Only when you guys have dance contests, which is every other week. And and Uh, we've already established that I'm terrible at dancing. Why would I do this to myself? Yeah. Because you're doing it too, Kelly. It's a a twisted game. That's the truth. It's like, this is like, this is like psycho shit to parade your new girl in front. It's, It's, Kelly's not doing this. Kelly is not like, it purposefully tracking Zach down at the movies to, you know, canoodle with Jeff. Okay, but she called me Jeff at at the uh, dance. So yes, yeah. So this is all. This is all. Pay, hey, payback is a milkshake best served cold, motherfucker. Hey, but you That's, know what? Also, the, like yeah. she, in in a way, she cheated on on Zach. So there's that hmm. too. Uh, not in a way. That's that's that's. Hey, a, I was being kind. No, she cheated on. I Zach. was being kind. She cheated on Zach. Right. Yeah. I mean, in a way, she cheated on Zach because they didn't like have sex. So it's like in a way of cheating, but she did cheat on Zach. Um, you know, whoops! Everybody makes mistakes, I guess. Uh, and yeah, this this cruel game quickly catches up to Zach uh, as he gets slapped and a milkshake all over his yeah nice shirt. Yeah, that was a good slap. <laughs> I, I I took that one well. <laughs> it was a good slap, and it was a good milkshake toss. Although she pulled the punch a little, you could tell she wasn't trying to get it everywhere. It was a contained splash zone. I felt it was a little too uh, too thick. They should have made it a little more for of, to get like yeah yeah you know, th- th- like 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 splash it up, like mm-hmm. get some water in there. Yeah. Really, it was too viscous. They needed a uh, you know they needed a more watery shake to really get a splash gone. Yeah, Kelly even slams the shake down on the table. If that shake was throw ready, that slam would have caused some some some, some splashes. And by the way, <laughs> the the kiss I gave her. Kimberly is her name. Yeah. The kiss I gave yes. Kimberly was uh, more than Kelly and I have done in uh, previous episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it says about our relationship. Hey, Zach and Kelly's best days are still to come. Are they? I mean, it depends on what you categorize as best days. Maybe, oh my God, Mark Paul, what if all our best days are all behind us? Dear God, what a chilling thought. <laughs> Let's not dwell on it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Oh, just that had a uh, boom shadow. Uh, the the boom shadow. The boom mic was uh, came in right as I sat down. Yeah, let's 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 run it back. Oh, one more time with this slap to the face. Yeah, I almost bust out laughing when she does it. By the way, yeah, it's always funny getting oh, slapped. Man. I always smile when I get slapped. It's always funny. Flush. How many times are you, are you mean? Do you mean on camera? Mm, there it is. See? Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah, there's a little boom. When you say it's always funny getting slapped, do you mean on? Do you mean as a Part for a movie and TV show? Uh, no, I mean just You're being not talking about all the many times you've been slapped in the face. I've been slapped in the face a few times. Um, okay, I always found it find it funny. Yeah, I think my 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 mom did it to me when I when I was older. Sure. I think it was like seventeen. I was I was mouthy <laughs> then. And um, yeah, that's a good time to slap a kid. <laughs> my sure. mom's like that's, this. That's, that's at the point. Yeah, yeah. My mom is like this little uh, Asian lady, and uh, I was pretty big at that point uh, when I was seventeen. Uh, and she she slapped me in the face because I I was mouthing off to her and I I remember thinking it was funny and she's she slapped me again for thinking it was funny and I couldn't stop I giggling bet. and I wasn't on edibles. Uh, You're not on edibles. No. Yeah, that was but a different time. Listen, kids out there, <laughs> don't laugh at your parents. It's the worst thing you can do. No, I mean my kids are. I I've never laid a hand on my kids, but I've wanted to, 
And yeah, when they laugh at us, you know, sure. when we tell them something like <laughs> knock it off, don't do that, and they laugh. Oh, oh my God. There, there is something that happens inside of you that I understand. A chemical reaction oh. of like, mom. Of like, I created you. Yeah. I created a machine just to make me feel like a dummy. Yeah. Mom, I would, I I would love you. That's a tough I'm one sorry for all the, all the shit I, I, I threw at you. You had every right to slap me in the face. And I know that. And I'll add a plus one to that <laughs> to my mother who didn't slap me in the face, probably should have a couple times. <laughs> sorry about all those years. And we're in act three uh, for the girls making up, um, which felt real. I mean, this kind of thing can happen and you can get carried away, but they're only like doing this because <laughs> they realize Zach's actually a jerk or at least being a jerk here. Um, and the tables turn on Zach because he did a mean thing on purpose publicly. That will happen. That will turn your tables. And we get this locker scene <laughs> that is like very confusing to me. I also like Lisa's Lisa's like snapping on Zach oh, yeah. being like I she puts like, her that's foot like down a, on that's me. a yeah that's a that's a certain tone of Lisa's you do not hear regularly I liked hearing it certainly right there Zach said should have said you know what Lisa you're right and then basically tried to date her because I think that 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 hmm. that relationship yeah. there would have would have been a lot better than him trying to go for Kelly. Say by the Bell would have been a very different show um, if it was the love story of Zach and Lisa. I would have loved that. Um, I'm not sure America was ready, to be honest. Uh, but that justice for Zach and Kelly, I would have loved that. Well, oh my God, I can't even imagine the the parallel universe. But yeah, the locker. Zach cleaning out his locker. This like, I mean, I have I have all my little comedy dumb notes of like Goldilocks formulas, and this is a clown car formula. <laughs> it's just like everything keeps coming out of it. Why does Zach have pom-poms and a volleyball? Like, did he steal these things? Like, no. No one is like, Zach, can you hold on to my pom-poms and my volleyball? No. What? Again, I'm going to try to throw Kelly under the bus here. But I think she's using Zach. Bus is pulling up. She's using Zach. You think she was using Zach for his locker? Yes. Yes. She's using it as like a storage locker. Uh, you know, oh. she she has a bunch of stuff. Okay. She doesn't have enough room in hers, so she puts it in mine. Yeah, all right, I buy it. Actually, I I remember uh, being in high school, um, uh, at my public high school that I went to up in Valencia, uh, when I was only there for a very brief period uh, period of time. But my locker was all the way across campus, and so I never used it. Uh, I would just have a backpack with all my books on it, in it, hmm. and. Uh, yeah. And I would never go to my locker. And I would just carry this like, you know, 25 pound, 30 pound backpack with me everywhere. I'm sure that was great for your shoulders. I'm sure your, your spine well, really appreciated that. More so, it was, it was my ego because I would get made yeah. fun of um, for carrying around this big ass backpack with a bunch of books in it. Um, you know, this was, the, people didn't give a shit that I was on a, on a hit show at that point. Still made, I got still made fun of. Yeah, hey, look, you're going to get, that's life. You're going to get bullied every now and then. An <laughs> older lady is going to slap you in the face. That's just called growing up, folks. <laughs> um, and this brings us, building. Zach like, went to Belding's office. We will not see that I know, that scene, I feel like. I would have I loved that scene. I feel like I we're missing it. a scene here. I feel like we're missing a scene, okay. yeah. It feels, I mean, but I'm not, I'm not sure we are story-wise, but it like, it would have been nice for Belding to drop some knowledge on some whatever he was going to do about like, you know, some plenty of fish stuff or some whatever it was. I would have loved to hear Belding's take. We never will. You can use your imagination. Screech is wearing his party shirt in Zach's room. I liked this. It's hard to tell Screech's party clothes from his regular clothes because they're all so colorful, but this appears to incorporate a tie and a vest. Elizabeth Bass really doing a lot of work here on Screech. Zach, of course, got Lisa an empty box. <laughs> Empty, empty crumpled box, by the way. It's like he's like squeezing the shit out of it. <laughs> when you hand it to Screech, it's like there's like a dent in it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Screech does have some good advice here, though. If you can't be an idiot with your friends, who can you be an idiot with? That is 
sound teenage advice on the show for kids. Yeah. And, he, and, and you know, Zach is like, I, I screwed up. He's like, dude, you mess up all the time. You do it every week. You do okay? it every hey, week. Welcome to your show you're on. Yeah, and, and, is, and we're still your friends. This is actually the premise of the TV show. Right. Yeah. Zach has good friends. I, 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 we are tracking it all episode. He really he has a, a killer support system. And in Lisa's party, we open on Jesse and Slater doing what appears to be <laughs> some kind of very sensual dance. Yeah, he's rubbing his dick on her <laughs> leg. Uh, I'm just going to say it. Oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're up in each other's business. You can say it. I can't. But they are up in each other's business. Um, Lisa has a prize table. Now, Mark Paul... Did Lisa's house look familiar to you? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I wrote down in my notes, yeah. this looks an awful lot like Screech's house. Yeah. No, it's the same boat. It is Screech's house. It's the same side. Yeah, it's the same side. Yeah. A little Hollywood magic or the opposite of magic, depending on your view of magic. Maybe, yeah, I think it's the opposite of magic. Um, Lisa has a superpower with gifts. Thought that was cool. And Screech wrapped Lisa's gift in, it looks like the art from the theme song. I mean, that is a very... That seems to be intentional. I can't imagine it wasn't. Thought it was cool. Uh, speaking of cool, we have the cool guy rocker extra in the background. Love, love him. He wore a yeah. leather jacket. He's doing air guitar. He is he's there to party, folks. Speaking of edibles. Um, and look at that. Screech got Lisa alive, some kind of scary live animal. Well, speaking of cool, you know what's not cool, Mark Paul? Being a sophomore in college and going to a party with 15-year-olds. Enter Jeff. Yikes. All the way at a high school party. Yeah. I mean, go. Oh, good Lord. That is not not what you want to be doing. Jeff must really like Kelly. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, again, it's just so weird. You're bringing this guy in. No words for this. Yeah. It's not. It's not good is what I would but, say. But, you know, he does uh, connect with Slater over wrestling and then... Um, <laughs> two yeah. seconds. It takes two seconds to fully turn everyone. So as loyal as these people were to Zach, two seconds later, Slater's like, oh, you were good at yeah. wrestling? Yeah. I guess we're friends. And then Jesse says, if you're good enough for her, you're good enough for me. Um, I like this party because no sooner do they say that and, you know, Jeff goes off they start singing and they bring the cake out. I mean, this is a great party. Yeah. Like you usually have to wait yeah. hours for the cake and the singing oh because you can't God. leave, right? You can't leave until you sing and you give the cake and you blow out the candles and all that stuff. I've left, have I've left you? before the cake before, but oh. you're not supposed to. Yeah, I have. I'll leave before the really? cake. Shit. Yeah. I mean, it depends. If, if enough's enough, if I've, here's the thing. If you're anywhere for two hours, you have a contractual right to leave. Well, well, yeah, but not for kids' birthday parties. Like two hours. kids' birthday parties. Like, oh, I mean, kids, kids are another beast. Yeah, I, I'm speaking more of like an adult. No, adults, be, if you, yeah. With a, yeah, if you're already an adult and you're having a party and you're keeping an eye on the attendance, you're like, <laughs> yeah. you should maybe go to go to like intense therapy, uh, multiple times a week. Uh, nothing wrong with therapy or birthday parties, but like check yourself if that's important to you. Why is it? So what I was doing when I was clocking this scene was I was just watching Jeff and. While they're singing, he he like kind of scurries into the background. I was like, "What is he doing?" And he's getting into position because when mm-hmm. we finish, yeah, I'm, yeah, you, I, I yeah. know what this is. He's gonna yeah. Mark. And when yeah. we finish singing "Happy Birthday," the lights come up, <laughs> and there he is, Zach Morris. Yeah, like a magic Zach trick. is there, and of, yeah. uh, he is a he is a peer. And in between Zach and Kelly <laughs> is Jeff. <laughs> And I was like, "Come on, Prime dude, view. get out!" Like that. Obviously, that wasn't Patrick's uh, doing. That was right. written. That the was TV you show. know, Don Barnhart wanted that to happen. But again, I was like, "Come on, get out of there!" Act like you've been here before, Jeff. Like, well, he hasn't been here before, by the way. No, you're, no he was no, here five years I, ago when he was. Well, yeah, 15. he was. It was. Yeah, he was called high school. Yeah, but there he goes. Watch, watch in the background. He That's right. Run. Creeping up towards the back. Up oh, there's Zach. Yeah. Ooh. There's Zach. And there's Patrick trying to find his spot, and he's pushing a background. Yeah, trying to find out his, of the way. Like, Get the, the fuck, fuck out of the way! You're on my mark. Zach, of course, uh, his sweater fashion inspired by Kelly's new infatuation for a man with a fancy sweater. There he is, Ugh. prime Mark. I mean, he is he is high noon, dead center, dude. Uh, I'm 16. Like, I, I mean, can you just can you like yeah like Jeff? Can you have the emotional literacy to understand that Zach is. Zach has lost a battle and you need to like 
<laughs> you just get out of the way, dude. Nothing's going to change. And now they're going to like bro and make up, I guess. <sighs> Zach congratulates Jeff like he just won a freaking Miata on the price of right. <laughs> Congratulations, dude. <laughs> what? She's That's a human right. being. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and this little, this little shrug in your sweater makes it to the syndicated theme song. So there's that. If you're wondering where that little snippet from the theme song comes from, it's this yeah, moment. Better got yet. A twin dancing in the background. We got twins. Wait, twins with Ollie. No, I have not noticed you, that. You got to see the, the, the background is-, is amazing in this party scene. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm like picking. I don't know why I've not. I was so focused on Zach's sweater. There's, There's a, a lot, lot going, going on. on. You got to look at uh, uh, Elizabeth and Mario in the background. There's like a whole nother oh, yeah. scene oh, going yeah. on. They're, they're in there. There's involved. something going on. I think <laughs> I, I, you can make up your own dialogue for this one, but just just sure. watch the two of them. Oh my god, they're like really flirty. That's crazy. Look at this. Look at look at look at look at look at look at. Look, look. He's like, come on, baby, come on, baby. And she's like, no. Whoa. She's like, no. Yeah, they are in she's each like, other's business. Come on. Oh my come god. On. Let me just look at her. Look at her. <laughs> oh my god! And then he like spins her around there, there, I'm right back. I'm telling you, Ollie is like, Ollie's going to town with the twins. He is like holding court. Hubert is doing his own thing. Yeah, the background is the real star. Let's let's see that spinoff. Um, and that is the episode. Zach Morris is a hound dog once again. Bayside is back to uh, order as we know it for now. Uh, that's it. That was great. Yeah, no, I I, I love those background moments. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, with with when when you see things like that, you, that was a bunch of teenagers with a lot of hormones. Yeah. Um, you know, in a, in a room all together, and uh, you, you you catch it a little bit on 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 screen, and those are the moments that I actually like. I I, I really appreciate that. So that was fun. Uh, using your word. Yeah. I liked him too. Uh, it was, it was yeah, a good. I, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the getting out of these uh, episodes with with Jeff and moving forward. Yeah, no. we don't need it. Mary J. Blige, no more drama. Um, but there will be some more drama. Just a little. Why not? It's TV. Uh, and next week is we're back at the beach, folks, for an episode called "The Game." So, Mark Paul, you are these these episodes seem to have more memories attached to them. This next one's called "The Game." Any anything shaking loose as you picture the beach in no. the game? What could it be? No, like I said, the the episodes no. were all a blur. <laughs> Another day in but, Hollywood. Uh, maybe, but it was the maybe time when I when I watch the episode, I'll I'll remember some things. Maybe but, when you uh, watch, I have n- nothing no but uh, uh, good good times um, when when it comes to the uh, the beach episodes. Unlike these episodes with uh, Jeff, I want to get past <laughs> Jeff, but we do have to talk to Patrick Muldoon, so I'm looking forward to that. We got a few more before Jeff's. Final appearance, so this will float, but it won't God, be. How many episodes is he in? A good handful, but it it won't be the Ugh. leading story. I think you'll see. I don't, I don't want being so cryptic. Uh, to keep a little mystery, even though you were there and made all these. Anyways, uh, thank you, Mark Paul. Thank you, the listeners. We'll see you next week. Zach to the Future is a production of Cadence Thirteen. It's executive produced by Mark Paul Gosler, myself, and Chris Corcoran. Production and direction led by Terrence Malingone. Editing and mastering by Andy Jaskowitz. Engineering and production coordination by Sean Cherry. Artwork by Kurt Courtney with illustrations by Jeff McCarthy. Marketing is led by Josephina Francis with PR by Hilary Shu. Thanks to the whole team at Cadence 13 and to you for listening. Listener.